Welcome. I am your host, Christine, and this is the Self-Esteem Truths Podcast, a podcast about discovering the truth about who we are, why we struggle, and how we can overcome. This podcast is designed to help you transform your life as we dive weekly into new questions about self-esteem truths. Hi, this is Christine, and this is episode 41. Today I want to talk about how you know if you're making the right decision, what signs to look for, and whether or not we should trust that little voice inside of us, that gut feeling. What I've seen over the years is when people are praying or trying to compare the pros and cons, trying to make a good decision, and they feel really stuck and they don't know which direction to go, is that they're looking for a sign. And in so many of those situations, the sign that they're looking for is the big flashing neon sign above their head, the giant arrow saying this way, some miracle. And the reality is that's not the way that we get signs. That's not the way that we're getting messages 99.99% of the time. So what do we do in those other situations when we're looking for a sign, when we're trying to figure out how to make the right decision, when our emotions are pulling us one way and the list on paper is pulling us a different way and we're getting advice from both sides? What do we do? If you suffer from a self-confidence issue, if you are already struggling with doubting yourself, this can be a harrowing place to be. And I really want to take today to encourage you to start practicing trusting yourself. You see, so often the way that we're actually going to get a sign of what is the right thing to do is with a tiny, quiet sense of peace. And the thing that makes this so easy to ignore is that that sense of peace does not eliminate feelings of it being scary or nervousness. It doesn't eliminate worry about the unknown. We don't get what we want, which is that pure answer. However, there will be a sense of peace. It doesn't mean whatever you're facing isn't going to be difficult to do. It does not mean that there isn't going to be something scary that you have to face or a difficult conversation that you have to have. It doesn't mean no one is going to get hurt by your decision. All of those sensations and thoughts and emotions are still going to be there and you should have a sense of peace at the root of it all. Have you ever had the experience of having to make a tough decision and your gut is telling you one thing, but maybe on paper, it's looking like you should go a completely different direction and you follow the quote unquote logic of it. You do what looks good on paper and it ends up being so wrong. And you think I should have trusted my gut. Have you ever had that experience? Or conversely, have you ever had that gut instinct to do something that seemed crazy and illogical, but you trusted your gut. And then after the fact, you found out why it was such a good thing that you did what you did. Our gut instinct, that sense of peace, that little voice that speaks to us and says, wait, or go this way. That is divine. That is coming from a place with a knowledge base that is so much greater 
than the information that we hold in our head. And it is vitally important that we start to become very familiar with that side of ourselves, acknowledge that side of ourselves, and listen to that side of yourself. So if you're wondering, how do you do that if you don't have any experience with it? I'm going to try to help you with that now. Even if you are not used to trusting yourself, listening to your own voice, you can still do this. So here's a couple of things that you can try to get better at doing this and to grow awareness to your own inner voice. You can ask a yes or no question or an either or question. So for example, you can say, should I move to Milwaukee or should I move to Houston? And when you ask that question, give yourself a moment to see what emotions come up with each option that you're offering. Pay attention to which one feels better. See if there's a difference in what you're experiencing when you express both options. That could be very telling. You can say out loud the pros and cons to each one, not focusing on what looks good on paper, but rather how you are responding to it internally. Again, what is feeling good? What is giving you a sense of peace? What is eliciting an excited response to this new opportunity, your emotional response may not match what's on paper. And that is okay. That is part of what we're looking for. Where is your emotional response different than what logically seems to be making sense? So I will give you an example from my own recent life with this. You know, this is something that I practice and live by. I think that my life has been better for having this skill. As you know, we recently moved, we changed states, and if we wanted to view a house, we had to drive from Georgia to North Carolina to view a house, and so we had done this. And on paper, the house we were looking at was perfect. It had the layout that we wanted, it had the space that we wanted, it had a nice yard, a lot of things, checked the boxes, and for whatever reason, my gut was just screaming, no, not this house. And my husband and I talked about it and we really kind of went back and forth because on paper, it was pretty darn good. And I wanted to be able to point to something specifically, right? The, the logical person in me wanted to be able to point to something and say, this is why I'm saying no. This is wrong with the house. This is wrong with the location. This is broken. This won't fit us. And I couldn't. There was nothing to point to. But we both trusted our gut and we said, no, not this house. It wasn't until we picked the house that we ended up moving into that I could really put my finger on what had been wrong for us with the other house. It didn't have the neighborhood and community that we have at our house. It wasn't as close to the stores and the shopping that we needed for convenience. It didn't have the amount of acreage that we were able to get with the place that we eventually picked. I'm so glad we trusted our gut on that one because on paper, that was a perfectly fine house and it wasn't reasonable to say no. And yet here we are much happier in a different house. So that is what I'm describing to you and that is what I am encouraging you to explore within yourself and your own life. Where is your gut speaking to you? When that gut speaks, it's sometimes been compared to having a guardian angel speak to you. And I do believe there is a sense of the divine with that. Our spirit is the part of us that is most connected to God. And so it would make sense that some part of us that we're not as aware of or in as much control of would have the ability to perceive things beyond our comprehension. And so 
That is why I'm encouraging you so much to listen to that part of yourself. I may have shared this story here before, but I'm going to share it again because it's so relevant. As I said a minute ago, I very much live this. I trust my gut. I trust my gut to tell me when I should stay still at a green light. I trust my gut to tell me if I should take one route instead of another route driving somewhere. I trust my gut if I should not leave my house and wait a few minutes before I leave. Any number of things like that, I trust my gut to tell me. Back in 2019, I'm sitting ready to make a turn in traffic. I don't see any cars coming. I'm trusting my gut that everything's clear. I don't have any bad feeling about it. I pull out and I collide with another vehicle and I find myself in the emergency room. And as scared as I was to have been in an accident and have been knocked unconscious and now be in an emergency room, what was scaring me the most is that my gut instinct had not kicked in to not pull out. I was upset that I hadn't had that kind of reaction to it, to just wait, just wait three seconds. That's all it would have taken. And I really wanted answers to why I hadn't had that kind of gut response before pulling out into traffic. And I got my answer almost immediately because the hospital did scans on me after the accident. And the doctor came to tell me that I needed to go see a specialist because I had a mass on my thyroid. That mass would not have been discovered if I hadn't been in an accident that caused me to need to be scanned. It would have continued to have grown. It was already precancerous. It would have just gotten worse. Who knows what condition I would have been in by the time this had been discovered, if not for this accident. And in that moment, I knew that my little voice had been quiet and had allowed me to pull out into traffic because that part of me knew I needed to go get scanned. I needed to find this mass. You don't have to believe as deeply as I do in the power of this, but I do hope that you will listen to these examples that I'm sharing with you and consider how far this can go for you in your own life. How powerful can this be for you if you start working to harness it? So I shared with you how you can ask some questions, some yes or no questions, keep it simple, or do an either or scenario. The other thing that you can do is speak directly to that part of yourself. Maybe find a quiet spot, sit down on the floor, lay down, maybe even place your hands on your lower abdomen and just speak to it directly. Let it know that you love that part of yourself. Let that part know that it's safe to speak and you respect it and you're willing to listen and just ask, what does it feel is right for you? Should you take that new job? Should you buy that car? Should you date that person? Should you move to another state? And see if you don't get a sense of peace about something and see if you get something very different than peace that could be shouting at you, no, don't do this thing. The other way that you can do this, and if I'm really struggling to read myself, this is the one that I'll use. Stand up, make sure you have some room to move and imagine that option A, that future is off to your left and option B and that future is off to your right. Close your eyes and move in either of those directions. Imagine walking into that future having made that particular choice and see how it feels to physically walk in that direction towards that choice. Really listen to your body's response to this. Some people have very intense responses to this. They may feel like they're being pushed back, their legs are heavy. It's hard to walk in that direction. They may start to experience anxiety or raise in heart rate. They may get a nauseous feeling or a sick feeling in their stomach. 
They may get excitement or a sense of happiness or peace. They may even start crying out of joy with the decision that they just made. And give yourself the opportunity to walk in both directions. It's so important to get a sense of both of those. And if you need to do this two or three times, go ahead and do that. Give yourself permission to practice listening to yourself as you explore these opportunities and work towards making a good decision for yourself with the knowledge that you have and the knowledge that you are not consciously aware of that a part of you holds. Now, I said this at the beginning, but I want to repeat it because I feel like this is so important. It being the right decision does not mean that fear, trepidation, the scariness around it will go away. Sometimes the right decision means you have to have a hard conversation with somebody and they will be hurt. Sometimes the right decision means you are going to have to go off into the unknown and there is not a safety net. I can't tell you for sure what is the right answer for you, but I can tell you that a part of you, that soul part, that gut instinct wants to tell you. It wants to be heard. And the more you start listening to your own inner truth, the more you start respecting this knowledge that you have buried inside of you, the more your self-confidence will improve. And the more you will find yourself making decisions that are right for you and healthy for you and propel you forward in life. So I really encourage you this week to explore this, practice it. If you have questions for me, of course, you can always reach out. If you want me to walk through this with you for your first time, I am happy to do that. You can always message me through our Facebook group, Self-Esteem Truths. Thank you for tuning in this week. I hope this was helpful and I will talk to you next week. Bye.